0: Welcome to
1: Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode two hundred and twenty-one. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Off Road Dune is coming to HBO Max Sandy.
0: I don't know about that.
1: Uh but read it today. I forgot to uh, put that off. We don't here, but
0: we don't know. We don't know. All right, well, There's just so much Timothy Chalamet news out yeah. there. How could we possibly know?
1: But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll keep talking about that later. Uh, that's just uh, for now. Look that up uh, yourself if you want. But thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend and check out our sports podcast. Uh, we've got a lot to cover today, so we're going to jump right on in. Andy, you learn something every single day, they say. And today I learned John Cena speaks Mandarin.
0: Does he, though? Are and you I, aware of this? I'm aware of what happened My assumption was that he read a statement.
1: Nonetheless, he could pronounce the shit out of it really well. Uh, I don't know if he was reading off of a thing. I don't know if he had something in his ear. I I don't know. But I listened to the thing on another news podcast. And I mean, obviously, I didn't have a clue what he was saying, but it sounded like he knew what he was saying. And uh, do you know what he said? Uh, Like the reason for this big apology to China?
0: Of course. They are very sensitive about this issue. Uh, that is uh, Taiwan. So the the nation of Taiwan, China denies that it is a nation that it even exists. That they do not want people to officially say that Taiwan is a real thing. That it is no, it's just an island of China. It is it is not its own country. Uh, so John Cena fucked that one up, and said
1: Fast the nine, country of
0: Taiwan for whatever reason yeah. they'll
1: be the first country that can watch Fast and the Furious Thirty Nine. Yeah. And then China so, was up in you arms.
0: You can't do that. And especially because like these Fast and the Furious movies are made for China. Like there's no plot, there's just cars and shit. Like, all right, that's what we want. I mean they made so
1: Tokyo drift.
0: I mean it's a different country, but you know, it's still
1: It's over there. Sense.
0: Yeah, in their part of the world there. They can't make Taiwan drift. That would really set some people off. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But yeah, so he went on, I think it's called a Weibo. It, it, from what I've heard, it's like Twitter, but only for China. And uh, issued that statement basically saying he's very, 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 very sorry. And I think it had that many varies. And uh, that he's learned a lot more about China and he loves China. Uh, yeah. I get it. You're getting a huge fat paycheck and the studio is like, hey, look, China's going to give us $2 trillion for this movie uh, if you want, you know seven million of that you better issue that statement bub
0: that's that's how it goes i mean there was a similar thing with mark ruffalo too like this oh today. i saw he
1: walked back a statement
0: <laughs> yeah so it's like people get talked to like hey you know you make a lot of money and uh why don't you uh, undo that so uh it's very similar to the uh, lebron thing from almost two years ago at this point where
1: well, yeah with the houston rockets uh, gm right
0: yeah it's like hey who who's really paying for your shit okay think about it
1: yeah <laughs> I don't know all of this just sounds ridiculous to me like you really that just controlled by China and they're that like I was thinking about like if someone said like oh Catalina is the first country to watch this or read that or blah 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 and it's like would Biden or Harris be like hmm you take that back <laughs>
0: that's ours yeah well one of the weird things is is that taiwan is independent has their own government and like china is like pretending that they don't but like everyone knows already it's it's so strange that whole thing i'm like well it makes us look weak if we pretend but like who doesn't know that like i don't know
1: i think at the end of the day china needs a talking to
0: but it's so strange because it's like this is not just him that has to do this our government is the same thing like if you are if you work for the state department and you said that like uh, the country of Taiwan, you'd be fired. You'd be just straight fired. The government would be like, fuck you, you're out. You're not allowed to say it. You are not allowed. Like Biden can't say Taiwan is a country. Trump couldn't say Taiwan is a country. And like what do you think Trump ever was afraid of things? He was afraid of saying that. He would not say it. Are you serious? He would, talk all kinds, he would take all kinds of shit on China, but he would never say that because you know, they would be like, all right, you're done. But, TVs can't be made here anymore. You're, it just seems so ridiculous. It's, it's a very weird thing, and especially because it's like, you're only lying to yourselves. Like, what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
1: Huh. Um, and I, I also briefly want to touch on, so the whole lab theory is uh, back in the news and looking more and more likely versus that wet market for the whole virus uh, origin. And I uh, recently even heard that multiple people that worked in that level four lab were in the hospital for similar um, issues that, you know, COVID kind of brings up uh, back in, I think it was like November or something of uh, 2019. Did you yeah. hear that and, too?
0: Yeah. And and I had heard a long time ago, they said some of our, like our intelligence people knew that there was something weird going on there in November. Like, it's like, Oh, when did we really know about COVID? And it's like, well, yeah, we knew Chinese people were sick publicly by january but like people were sick in november so that's how long ago this was so um,
1: and yeah it also longer. just seems very suspicious in the first place like well there's a a lab in the same town like a, a stone's throw from the wet market that they're blaming it on that has the clearance to deal with the same level of viruses and whatnot it's like hmm. suspicious yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, they, and it's not like they were making a, a bio-weapon or something.
1: Blamed like, pangolins, <laughs> Andy. Harmless little armadillo-looking things. Yeah. I don't know if they're harmless. It could actually be terrible animals. I think
0: every animal could kill us if it wanted to. Yeah. But uh, but
1: needless to say, I think China needs a talking, to. Trying to grab well, land and...
0: Yeah, I mean, they say that it's not like China was going rogue with this. This would This would have been like, they're doing research sponsored by the world and everything so
1: which is another yeah. thing too i keep hearing that uh, fauci was paying cutting checks to this place why are we paying for things over there well
0: i don't think he was personally
1: well obviously yeah it's not from fauci uh and no, fauci was, they
0: said yeah that the the world as a whole is invested in research into all this stuff so
1: i don't like that because i don't hear that when i hear united states like, i uh, want them to say then you know germany's cutting the same no- amount of checks like- We cut checks to every single country. Why?
0: Well, this was not to, this is to an organization who then pays to other people and, you know, it's all.
1: Well, they should be getting money from their own country.
0: I'm saying there's the world organization. Does
1: China cut us checks to do research?
0: No, but I'm sure they fund different programs.
1: I'm just saying we pay too many people.
0: Okay. I don't know world accounting. I'm sorry.
1: Well, you better brush up for, for our next pod, Andy okay uh let's move on as we've gone too long on that but uh, like I said at the end of the day we learned that John Cena speaks Mandarin
0: um, okay and, and that that movie's coming out
1: yeah is it already out now
0: uh not here but is that out this weekend or uh, next no week? idea well, I, I think like that's a, a July movie
1: tomatoes. or something June I guess it's no, almost they June
0: to, they wanted to put it out soon uh I have no idea. Rotten Tomatoes is still not like set up the same way as it used to be.
1: So I, I see June 25th. Okay. So that's a month a from today as we're recording this. Okay. Well, we're moving on either way. Um, Kevin Spacey is back. Andy remember him. The, one of the great actors who did something with guys. I don't, I don't know what the story ended up being, what was true and what was not, but he's back. Yep. Now, uh, I'm going to read you the storyline. I, I thought this was just too familiar. Uh, I, I, I won't, I'll tell you the movie title as well after, but a young man spends a summer in Italy where he meets his idol, Gore Vidal, who teaches him about life,
0: love, and politics. Kevin okay. Spacey
1: stars as Gore Vidal in the movie gore
0: older the older man who's a mentor to a younger boy yes why are these all of his movies even after this like why do we talk what are we doing Uh, why not (laughs) what 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 else is gonna happen you know is Uh, woody allen directing this one too i don't know
1: (laughs) but i mean either way i'm I'm glad to see him back acting because he's terrific um but just seems a little a little
0: familiar so um, yeah you know, don't don't worry he's not going to be in like a real movie ever again it's it'll <laughs> be he'll be in stuff but he's not going to be in anything that's real so,
1: uh, so he's going the route of like Nick Cage
0: yeah but Nick Cage occasionally gets to be in like something real
1: yeah, I'm still waiting for the uh, uh, great burden of a, a impressive talent or whatever the movie's called where he plays himself yeah. that looks so awesome sounds so awesome I haven't even seen a trailer for it but Okay. Uh, we do have a new trailer. Uh, Andy, tell us about R.L. Stein's latest venue coming to uh, or venture coming to uh, Netflix.
0: He's got a new project. Uh, what's it called again? Fear Street. Fear Street. Right. So the so the Doors almost series. called
1: the song of the same title, but they ended up going with Love Street, and I think it was a bigger yeah. hit.
0: Well, this is a, <laughs> based on one of his one of his book series that he did after Goosebumps was over. Uh, but it's going to be three Netflix movies, all released in consecutive weeks. And wow! Uh, taking place at different times, all in the same story, and uh, you know I'm I'm excited, and it's it's rated R. That's the crazy thing; these are rated R. So I don't I think they were still kind of meant for kids, but the movies are like we're not going to hold back. We're gonna we're gonna show things. So yeah, it could only be good. And it's, it's been a while for him to have one of these, one of these things out there, but they're, they're always worth watching, at least in our mind.
1: Right. So yeah, the first one will be out July 2nd.
0: And then one every week after that. Yeah. So.
1: And this one is 1994. So. It's a great year. Yeah. Um, would you say you're super pumped for this,
0: Andy? That's a good description. Yes. Also a great transition his super pumped yeah which is a book about the founding of uber which is now going to be made into a television series from the uh the guys behind billions uh also who they wrote sean's favorite movie rounders so oh uh, so those are those are important people but they're they are going to be doing a uh, limited series for showtime about the founding of uber uh starring joseph gordon levitt so There's some, uh, there's some talent behind that project. That's exciting.
1: Interesting. I worry that it'll go the way of the social network. It's a great movie and all. And at the time of it's, you know, release, it's a great platform. And then many years will go by and you'll learn to hate it. Um,
0: well, but this guy's already been like, you know, he's already gone through the whole cycle. So, oh yeah. Part of, part of the problem with social network is that it like, it was kind of faked and like Mark Zuckerberg is still the CEO there, but uh, this guy has been fired like a long time. ago. Oh, and okay. Like, and I'll they, also, I'll. They know he was a crazy guy and everything. So I'll
1: stress this too. I hate Uber. I can't. I think it's gross. It takes four hours to go anywhere. It's not that cheap anymore, and I don't like being in Hyundai's for the most part. Like, the, I don't like Uber at all. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, this is this is not going to be. This is going to be like a Wolf of Wall Street, I imagine, where it's oh. He is uh, not not a hero. He is going to be like, oh, this is a great idea. And then like, oh, this guy's a dickhead.
1: The anti-hero? Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh,
0: that sounds, sounds good.
1: All right. Well, very cool. Uh, stay tuned for that. Lindsay Lohan is back.
0: Yeah, she is. She is back. She is on her way back. Uh, more back than Kevin Spacey in my mind. Uh, this, is, oh. this is a big deal. Lindsay Lohan hasn't really uh, done a whole lot of acting this decade. Uh, but she is coming back. She is going to star in a Christmas movie for Netflix. So Netflix is trying to get in on that uh, Lifetime original game and make like cheesy Christmas movies. And uh, I'm all for that. Like, I'm sure you are. You you like that, you know, holiday movie trash along, around the holidays. We just want to put something. on. Oh, of course. Uh, so she's going to play a rich girl who gets amnesia while at a ski resort.
1: Sounds like, like well, a Saved yep. by the Bell episode.
0: Exactly. It sounds it sounds terrible, but I'll be glad to see Lindsay O'Han back. I want. I, I it's there's a lot of curiosity there. Like she she was she was a good actress. Like there's no there's no doubt about it that she was good at the job before everything kind of fell apart for her. So is there anything left? I want to know. Like, is this her like the wrestler? You know, maybe her
1: comeback. Yeah. Well, I also see she's in a a movie uh, already with a title called Cursed, which funny enough, you use that word 500 times in our sports podcast. So,
0: yeah, curses are
1: and that star is also uh, Mickey
0: Rourke, the wrestler himself. Yeah, you make that up. No. Oh, my. Okay. (laughs) I see. I called it (laughs) very bizarre. I mean, the funny thing about the Mickey Rourke's comeback with the wrestler is that it didn't last at all. (laughs) He's now he now makes movies like that so,
1: yeah. But he did uh, Iron Man two,
0: yeah. So it lasted two years.
1: He also talked shit on Marvel, yeah. Recently,
0: He's like I want to be back in th- more of them. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know if his character no no those people die in those movies so I don't think he died.
1: No, I don't think you can die in those. It'd be rough for a kid to
0: watch. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, tell us about a Highlander movie reboot.
0: So the Highlander, uh, I think, best known as Ricky Bobby's favorite movie, uh, was a was an '80s movie that it's kind of a cult classic. Uh, they're gonna reboot it with Henry Cavill as the Highlander, uh, but directed by Chad Stahelski, who uh, did all the John Wick movies. So someone with a a good good resume there, uh, Henry Cavill was Superman and he is currently on the Witcher. So he's, he's definitely a a good person at these roles. He's, he's he's experienced, he's played superheroes and whatever you want to call the Witcher, kind of like a superhero. And the Highlander, I guess is kind of like a superhero too. So. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's coming. There's no new ideas, (laughs) but a lot of times I'm fine with it. Like, they, I think they made like nine Highlander movies too that no one watched, other than the first one. But yeah, bring it back. Yeah, but uh,
1: so speaking of uh, yeah, they're out of ideas and they just elaborate on anything and everything. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is uh gonna reprise the great Gina Wilder for uh, Wonka. Yeah, in a prequel.
0: Yeah, it's going to solve a lot of problems I always had with those movies, which is like, wait, how does this crazy man have a chocolate factory? Um, no, no one has ever cared about his origin stories, right?
1: Well, I do and, like that they're going to address how he met the Oompa Loompas.
0: No, no, I don't like that because remember in that Johnny Depp one? They're like, they were on an island and I kidnapped them. Oh, I've seen that one, that. but
1: I also kind of worked hard to forget it.
0: Yeah, because they weren't like weird. They were just midgets in that movie. Yeah, and it was like Did Johnny Depp just enslave this these people? Like, this is fucked up. And that first movie is fucked up, but in like a good way. It's funny. Yeah,
1: they have songs, they dance, they're having fun, they're wearing
0: white overalls. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So let's see how this goes. Uh, Now, this isn't like a straight to
1: Netflix or anything. This is a real
0: movie. Timmy's Chumley does not go straight to Netflix.
1: I know. That's what I'm (laughs) (laughs)
0: surprised. I yeah. Oh, rolled
1: doll. Oh, he's the creator. Never mind. He has to get the yeah, he's been dead for 10 years. I know it's like what's the last manuscript or something.
0: No, I don't think he wrote anything about any origin. I think the the book does have some origin of a little more, but like he didn't do like in 1989 he put a new book out or anything like that.
1: I don't know. Okay.
0: Do they still make those candies? Remember when like they made the candies with there where it's like it's it's everlasting gobstopper. Yeah, they made like Wonka branded candies where it's like, well, that's not even that's a fictional candy factory. I think they that's did weird.
1: it at the time of like the movie's, you know, 25th anniversary or something, right? I don't think they do that all the time.
0: That's what I'm like, do they still have those? I'm sure you remember.
1: could buy like an old one on eBay for, you know, 80 bucks or something.
0: I want to know. Uh, I'll look that up in the meantime. I'm not doing it myself. <laughs> oh, you're doing it? Uh, <laughs> So they did, yeah, Nestle. So Nestle made, oh, they discontinued it in 2018.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you could buy an old, you know, that's Nestle Crunch up. bar that has Wonka on it.
0: Oh, like Nerds had the Wonka name on it for a little while. Remember that? I do. Yeah, Nerds are cool.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing Taffy. a bag at yeah. Target that still says, like, on the bag that holds Nerds, Sweet Tarts, Gobstopper, and Laffy Taffy.
0: All right, so they still make them. Yeah. It's great news great news for everyone
1: hey, congratulations Andy okay um tell us about your last night in Soho
0: well it's not about my last night in Soho I guess it's it's about Edgar Wright's last night in Soho this is, it is an on upcoming... a rainy
1: night in Soho
0: I don't really know I think that's a probably rain. Song. yeah yeah uh, it is a new film from Edgar Wright who is a uh, the guy who did all the uh the Sean of the dead movies, you know, uh, Simon Pegg movies. Oh yeah. Uh, as well as baby driver. Oh, you know, Kevin Spacey's Back to Kevin Spacey. Um, and this one is, it looks very different from anything he's ever done. It looks, it is a weird, colorful horror movie. Uh, not a lot to be learned from the trailer, which is a good thing. It's just, a lot of like crazy imagery and stuff. Um, I can't tell you what the plot is really going to be other than it's a young girl comes to New York city and then, also becomes Anya Taylor-Joy for some reason. Hey, I don't favorite. really understand, but...
1: Uh, it's also weird. I'm seeing in the cast duplicate kids, so that's scary. I'm sure that'll be horrifying, like a reverse, because they're probably like 20-year-old guys, but of the red-headed twins in The Shining.
0: Yeah, so I, th- I think this could be uh, really good. It could also be bad, but there's potential here, because Edgar Wright makes really cool movies, but he's never done, like, Something like this, never done street horror. Well, He's it has young, Terrence
1: stamp oops. in it, so I think it'll be good.
0: Okay, okay. But uh, this was supposed to come out last year. You know that, that we're gonna have a good year for movies. Yeah, at least I'm hopeful because a lot of stuff that was made that was supposed to come out last year, they were like, no, we'll we'll just hold on to it. Because a lot, a lot, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the kind of filmmakers who are really into themselves are very much like movie theater people. Like Christopher Nolan's not alone. Yeah. Like we know, like Tarantino is a freak about it too, but like so are all these these guys, like Edgar Wright's like, no, like I want people to be able to see this movie at the theater. So a lot of good stuff like this has been waiting. Like uh, Wes Anderson's movie, I think it's supposed to come out next month. That, that was ready last year, but he's like, absolutely not. Like you either watch this movie at the theater or like you build yourself a cardboard box. Yeah.
1: Tiny town. Yeah. It's very elaborate and colorful and detailed. And then I'll let you stream it there.
0: Yeah. So there's some good stuff, but that's out in October Halloween time. So,
1: okay. Well, very fun. Um, lastly, before we get into what we've been watching, the friends reunion, Andy, um, I don't imagine you care about actually watching it, but did you watch like the trailer or, uh, like, some pre-interviews with them, the cast? Uh,
0: they kept, I didn't see like the interview things. I saw it, cause they could, it was they were showing ads for it on the, during the basketball games because mm-hmm. it's Turner stuff uh, where it's just like them walking and then like with their backs turned and then the song slowed down and I'm like, this is stupid, but. <laughs> so
1: this is available on the 27th. So tomorrow, Thursday, as you're hearing this on hbo max of course now my question to you andy is uh did you hear about or did you even watch the clip to hear him actually speak chandler being matthew perry
0: no i saw nothing of that
1: so i heard about it on a few podcasts and i i pulled up the clip or they played the clip actually i uh i listened it sounds like he has had a stroke he was really drunk or he's got something going on um like he's slurring his words, he's hunched over in his chair and just kind of staring off into nothing. Uh it it's kind of scary. People are you know wondering if something's wrong with him or if he was actually, you know, messed up while they were recording this.
0: Well, I thought that was pretty common commonly known. He's been unwell like I don't think he's ever like said what exactly it is, but he's been like sick for a decade, I think.
1: I didn't know this, Andy.
0: Yeah. I don't know if there's like a he said it's not like uh, Matthew, Michael G. Fox or something.
1: I saw him at a think, Ducks but... game probably like 10 years ago. And obviously he was in one of the big suites, but it was during playoffs. And they like, "Ah, oh, Matthew Perry's in here. And he, he stood up, took a bow, the whole deal looked fine there. And that was a decade ago, but
0: let's see. Oh, and in 2018, he had a gastrointestinal perforation and Whoa. spent three months in the hospital. Oh, okay, uh, but I, when I googled him, it said that uh, the reason he slurred his words was he uh, just got dental work done. Well,
1: that doesn't <laughs> seem like, oh, smart.
0: It's a great, it's a, well, it's a great excuse. But uh...
1: <laughs> they're like, surprise, we're filming this, the thing that we've been planning for three years yeah. and delayed uh, three months. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's surprising, and I, I guess people still love that show. They love discovering that show. Uh, like younger kids and younger generations, but I did hear that the younger generations are are they're the jokes are falling flat and it's a little offensive now. I I I, I quote yeah. the the waiter maitre d guy from uh, Ferris Bueller's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I weep for the future.
0: I think I think everyone has to just remember the, the context of all this stuff. Cause yeah, every, every old thing is going to have something like, Oh, that's a little weird. Like, I, did I talk about it when I talked about Bill and Ted? Yeah. Or there's, there's moments in Bill and Ted and the old ones where you're like, Oh, that's, that's why I, you can't say that joke anymore. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like they still made another Bill and Ted. They didn't like fucking hit Keanu Reeves in the head and tell him he can't <laughs> act anymore. But.
1: Well, they hit the other guy in the head and said he can't act anymore. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but uh, Andy, how many do you have?
0: I've got five. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Well, before we do that, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head to thecliplessleash.com to pick up the dog leash you've been waiting for. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness for a limited time. The Tony's Take Listener, that's you, can get 65% off when by plugging in promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. So head to Cliplessleash.com. plug in promo code Tony at checkout, and you're going to get 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for.
0: Okay, Andy, I have four. Well, it's a lot. We'll have to get through it.
1: Yeah, power uh, through. So I'm,
0: I'm still stuck on reading about Matthew Perry, and have an interesting fact here. His okay. stepfather is Keith Morrison, who is like the Dateline guy.
1: interesting
0: famously he uh he he was on seinfeld like where kramer was going to be the serial killer if you remember that one um wait keith morrison yeah i gotta look this
1: guy up now
0: and then uh bill Hader did a like did him like multiple times on and Saturday live that was great
1: oh but he didn't wait he played the Serial killer on
0: Seinfeld? No, no, no. He was, he. he's from Dateline. He played yeah. himself on an episode of Seinfeld. Oh, where,
1: where Kramer goes to LA.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, I never knew that. That's his stepfather.
1: Wow, <laughs> Pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. All
1: right, you want to lead us off?
0: Okay, uh, I'm going to start off with Predator 2, which I'm watching, for some reason, watching all the Predator movies in back in reverse. Uh, But they added, it looked like they added both Predator 1 and Predator 2.
1: So this is like Predator 2 1984 or something.
0: 1990, I think it is. Danny Glover, Danny Glover, Predator 2, set in LA, um, which I've seen multiple times before. But I was like, oh, I'll watch this again. Because it was like, uh, you know, I wasn't invested in watching anything. So I'll just put something on that I've seen before. And there it is. They have all, I think all the Predators are there on Hulu now, so. Uh, and this is definitely not as good as the original Predator movie.
1: Well, that's usually if how it works.
0: If you ever need to be reminded, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely wasn't. It's like think it's got some cool ideas, but yeah, not as good. It's got Gary Busey. That's always cool.
1: Yeah, I love that pre-motorcycle yeah. too, right?
0: I, I don't know. I mean, Gary Busey is always weird.
1: Yeah, but I mean, there's a noticeable difference, right? And yeah. also, I think I a mean, big was, hiatus.
0: I don't know the timeline, but. He is in this movie and he's fine. Okay. He he makes it through the movie as far as like...
1: Uh, Motorcycle accident says
0: 1988. There you go. See? Post. Wow. He was not wearing his
1: helmet and his skull was fractured and he suffered permanent brain damage.
0: Yeah. Well, you couldn't tell.
1: (laughs) So wear a helmet,
0: folks. Okay. You want me to do another one here? Um, How about we do every other one and you'll close? Okay.
1: So I uh, watched, I think for the first time ever, Black Hawk Down. It's one of those, it came out, I'm 11 years old. I don't know if I saw it. It wasn't the kind of thing where my parents were like, you can't watch this, it's violent. It would be like, yeah, yeah, come on in here, it's violence. Uh, But I don't think I ever saw all of it. I think I saw some of it and then never completed it. Uh, It's on HBO Max and the Mm -hmm. cast just, uh, it doesn't end like it. Uh, Ewan McGregor, Tom Sizemore, Eric banna uh or dumbass orlando blooms in there for a second william fincher uh it, it's pretty impressive on here that the list just keeps going
0: i think uh, it's like yeah like even like small roles i think like, jason
1: isaacs like, which i just watched him in green zone kicking ass in the same yeah. kind of thing
0: isn't like jamie Lannister. jeremy piven
1: room? who
0: jamie lannister from game of thrones i think isn't it
1: yeah uh Nicolai ish yeah. kirster walder Waldo, something (laughs) did i say it right (laughs) i don't know (laughs) and then the weird looking guy from the rock uh who gets the like marble thing thrown into his mouth and nick cage punches it and he like disintegrates that was pretty cool uh but yeah this is a crazy ass movie um war is hard and uh yeah ridley scott shred pretty good
0: yeah, I should probably watch that again. I know I've I've seen it. I think at least twice. I watched it when it first came out. Well, you got to uh, enjoy ages. it on your Megatron TV. Yeah, I'm sure it's got incredible sound and everything. So,
1: yeah, it, it it's pretty incredible. Yeah. What do you got, Andy? What's your next one?
0: Uh, well, I mentioned it was that in the other podcast, Creed Two. Oh yeah. So I'd never seen Creed Two. It's been I've on never my seen any of them list for a while. I've seen I've seen Creed One, and I was like, oh, I'll watch Creed Two, but I, uh, I think I. Because I watched uh, Cliffhanger last week. I was like, you know, I never watched Creed 2. Yeah, it's a
1: perfect transition. Cliffhanger to Creed.
0: Yeah, they're both Stallone movies. So Uh, this one is uh, the follow-up to Creed, of course. And this time, uh, Michael B. Jordan gets to be the champ. And he's challenged by the son of Drago, which is like, okay, how realistic is this that the He's the son of Creed, and now you get the son of Drago, and he's also good at boxing, but who cares? This is all fake, uh, and it allows Dolph Lundgren to come back into the series.
1: Well, I mean, think about it this so. way. You have uh, Steph Curry. You have his dad.
0: You've got... Who's, who's like a, a bench player.
1: Nonetheless, he's still in the league,
0: Andy. This is more like if Michael... If uh, Magic Johnson had a son who was in the NBA and faced off against Larry Bird's son or something it's just well they would definitely make
1: a movie about that
0: they would but it's just (laughs) it's unrealistic yeah uh but it's fine for this movie and it goes exactly how how you would think and uh it's not this time ryan coogler did not come back he went and made black panther instead so uh that that was a good decision because now he's gonna make millions of dollars because he's a huge name in directing because of that movie yeah um i believe he's He's already gotten to that point where he just gets to put his name on shit like Space Jam. Like he's not even he didn't make Space Jam, but it's like I'm producing Space Jam, so
1: hey, it was get. on the lot at the same time.
0: Yeah, he'll get like thirty million dollars for that, so uh, he did not need to make Creed 2, He, which I'm sure he still got paid for that movie existing. Uh, and it's it's fine. It's not as good as Creed. Creed was really good, and it was surprising performance from stallone because you think like well stallone sucks he's just an old man who does steroids and makes bad action movies but he really cares about this franchise he cares about the character of rocky and it he did good and he's he's good in this too and it kind of wraps up i guess his story he has said he is not going to be in creed 3 which has been announced and uh, michael b jordan will be directing that movie himself so
1: yeah he's giving him the axe
0: yeah but yeah stallone will not be in it even though Stallone still wrote this movie as well, so uh, I don't know how that's gonna work. Hmm. Did he really get kicked out of his own franchise or is he really just bowing out?
1: Yeah, maybe a little bit of both
0: or just it was natural for him. I mean he's he's almost 80 like yeah. he's, not, he's not gonna <laughs> take a break like he's not boxing anymore that's for that's obvious but well, you don't know that should Andy. you be should you be uh training people to box when you're 80 probably not.
1: yeah it's true. All right, my next one, uh, I watched Spectre 007. Christoph Waltz um, was actually pretty uh, impressed with Dave Batista in this movie. Uh, yeah. He was like a new age Jaws uh, with, without biting anything. Um, I've never seen this one. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed it uh, a great deal. One thing I think is funny. So I'm sure, have you seen this one, Andy? Yeah. I mean, he's he obviously on every bond. He's all over the the globe, basically. He's traveling, he, and and this, and since they're on a train, you never really see him with a bag. Nothing more than like a backpack or a tiny little bag. Uh, yet every single day, he has a brand new, completely unwrinkled suit. Yeah. yeah. What what's the deal with that? This guy should be traveling like you in real life. If this is really what he would look like, he'd be traveling with one of those trunks like John Candy hauling around in planes, strains and automobiles uh, I'm sure it would be a Gucci bag uh box or something but I mean that's just not realistic also he has like a million bullets for his tiny gun he's got to carry those somewhere too <laughs> uh there's but, a lot
0: of stuff I want to think about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, put that that stuff aside. It's a fun movie. I mean, Christoph Waltz, it's it's great. He's back for the the new one if it ever comes out, so that'll be fun. Uh you know, not the main villain. I'm wondering what they're gonna do with him. Um obviously Rami Malik is the new villain in the new movie, but I mean you can't go wrong with a bond. It's fun, it's 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 action, adventure. Uh and yeah, I hadn't seen this one. Um I don't even know which ones I have seen. I know I saw Skyfall because I remember the building exploding. Um and then another one where they go to Scotland, I think, but I don't know what that was called. That is Skyfall. <laughs> That's the same movie? Yeah. Oh. Well, there I'm you go. I'm sure
0: you've seen Casino Royale. That's
1: yeah, crazy. I've seen that one. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they're they're fun. And that one yeah, is I thought, on I it was
0: FX. The, Okay. I thought that was the it's the worst one of the Daniel Craig ones, but it's like, yeah, it's got Bond scenes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was watching it during the day. I'm not looking to be completely like, oh, wow, making me think. I'm...
0: I'm yeah, I'm hoping the uh, the one that comes out this year is going to be better. Like, turn it around, I guess. Better It'll be. be the, I really mean, important.
1: if you think about it, they've had an extra year to work on it.
0: I don't think they did anything. Make that it a perfect project. And, I mean, maybe some sound or something. Yeah. yeah. That movie is done, you would think.
1: All right, what's, okay. your, uh, what's your next one?
0: My next one. Uh, so, last week... Charles Grodin died uh you know the dad from Beethoven
1: yes I do and I still have Midnight Run on my uh like things to watch him and De Niro so,
0: yeah I had that on my my thing to watch as well and when he died remind me I should probably watch that so oh
1: so you watched Midnight Run
0: I watched Midnight Run oh wow watched, I'd never seen before I'd heard of it and it's like oh it's it's a funny movie with De Niro and like ah, that doesn't sound right uh it, it I is know in- right it is an action comedy. It is, it is very much, it's not, it's not a Will Ferrell movie or something. It is an action comedy. Um, Charles Grodin is a, an accountant who stole from the mob. And, uh, De Niro is a bounty hunter who's going to bring him back. Cause, uh, he, uh, you know, ran out on his bail. So De Niro has to be, has to go get him. But the mob also wants to kill him before he can get brought back to jail. And, uh, he thinks it's going to be an easy job, but of course it's not. And it ends up being like a road trip movie. And uh, it, it's funny. It's a lot of like, uh, planes, trains and automobiles where it's like the two guys who shouldn't get along and they fight. And then, you know, over time, you they're know,
1: not all that different.
0: Yeah. That kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's very, it's very eighties. Uh, but it also is, it's got action scenes and gunfights and weird stuff. And very,
1: I'll have to tune in. Yeah. I've had that on my list since I watched, um, Was it Cape Fear with uh, De Niro? Where he's under the car, yeah, and under the houseboat and all that stuff. And I was like, wow. And then that one came up, like as you know, suggests. I was like, interesting. The dad from Beethoven and De Niro.
0: Yeah, and I like that. that, uh, Charles Groen an accountant. That's that's cool. Yeah, it
1: hits hits home for you, Andy.
0: Yeah, he didn't even know he was working for the mob. All
1: right, my next one I watched from 2006, The Da Vinci Code. This one's available I think everywhere. I watched it on Hulu. It's on Prime. Um remember I'd watched Inferno, so I watched yeah, the you're, third one. You're going
0: one. you're going backwards just like Predator for me.
1: Exactly, yeah. So I watched this, uh enjoyed the crap out of it. I mean it's anything in, you know, history and Europe where, you know, their streets are, you know, over seventeen years old. Um, uh, it's entertaining. This one has Vladi Devox twin uh, Jean Reno uh, Sir Ian McKellen uh, Alfred Molina Paul Bettany is just horrifying uh, Juergen Parcho Procho You know him He was the, the grandfather guy. in Beer Fest <laughs> Yeah um, Terrific though I, I enjoyed it Tom Hanks You can't go wrong with that and uh, Ron Howard knows how to direct a film um, So yeah I had fun with this one I thought it was good uh, I'm surprised I'd never seen it
0: yeah, I miss I miss those t- completely. It's like it's national sure on treasure TV, yeah.
1: on a, a global scale. So you might even call it international treasure.
0: I won't, but <laughs> yeah,
1: they're also yeah, not I really mean, looking for treasure so much. They're trying to solve uh, a murder and all of that. And yeah, I, I'm very curious to look into the details of how true some of this stuff is. You know. I don't know a wasn't lot it, of this history.
0: Wasn't it like the Catholic Church wanted to ban it because like it's mean or something and probably controversies, yeah. It might
1: be more about the second one though. Yeah, I don't know. But this one had uh you know, just stuff about uh, famous, you know, history artifacts and such. I don't want to give too much away on this semi new movie. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Check it out. What's your uh fourth
0: or is this uh, your watched, fifth? I'm on four right now. Four. So I watched uh, Phantom Thread on HBO Max. I believe this is leaving at the end of the month, so you I did wanted it. to get it. Wanted to get it in here. Uh, it's the the most recent movie from Paul Thomas Anderson, who is considered one of the, you know the the best American filmmakers right now. And I had never seen this. I'd always wanted to see it, but it's got such a uh, strange subject matter. That yeah, they, I oh, gave it about
1: nine minutes.
0: It's a movie about a guy who makes dresses and it's like, all right. But it is Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. uh, And it is interesting and he is, he's great. But a lot of the time I'm thinking about it is like, damn, how much did Daniel Day-Lewis have to get into dressmaking for this role? Oh, I I heard
1: he interned at uh, Gucci for three years.
0: (laughs) So it's like, it is, it is kind of goofy and, like he's not a a likable person it is it's a strange character and that it's like oh he's a genius artist who's kind of a dick and it's like that maybe maybe that's how you can describe the director as well maybe he's do people think that him like that he makes weird stuff sometimes but he's always a genius but it's like why are you making a movie about a guy making dresses but uh for for a, a movie about a guy making dresses it's pretty good and it's got a a really nice piano score from uh, Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead. I, I enjoyed very much.
1: Well, that that's good.
0: Uh, yeah. So uh, there's there's a lot that's good in this movie, but it's again like not the most interesting thing. It, it's a it's a love story, but it's like about a guy who you don't really want a roofer to have find love because he kind of sucks. <laughs> so it it's good, but I, I would have preferred something different from. Paul Thomas Anderson, which uh, hopefully this next one will be better, which is supposed to come out at the end of this year. So I said how there's going to be a lot of good movies coming out because there's all the movies that got made they're supposed to come out last year, plus all the movies that have been filmed since. So uh, he's got a new one out. Uh, We talked about it before, where he uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son is going to be the starring character in that one. So I don't know if he's ever acted before, but that's really cool that he's. getting one of his longtime collaborators, sons to be in his uh, new movie. So, okay, hopefully, hopefully that's a standout film.
1: Yeah. All right. My last one is, uh, to complete the, uh, the trifecta. I watched angels and demons again. You can watch this pretty much everywhere. It's on Hulu and Amazon prime. And from 2009, Tom Hanks is back as Robert Lang, uh, Langston Langdon rather. Uh, and uh, this time he's got to help solve some uh, troubles at the Vatican. And uh, Ewan McGregor is in this. And uh, I mean, he's just he's wonderful. Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, it's got the guy who played the blind guy in uh, Rance Howard from uh, Seinfeld. Remember, he, he traded glasses with George They well, pinched in, his nose.
0: He's Ron Howard's dad. so.
1: Well, that too.
0: <laughs> That's why he's in the movie.
1: Ah, no, he's in the movie because he's talented.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, but yeah, I mean it, it's it's enjoyable. Um, I like this whole series, uh, all three of them, in fact. And this one is more strictly based in uh, Rome and uh, the Vatican, so that's awesome. Uh, very interesting place. And again, I, I'd like to do a deep dive into the facts beyond behind this. Uh, I even looked up, you know, the Templars. And, uh, all that stuff. And in fact, Andy, a little fun known fact, Friday the 13th span and Tony, if you're listening spans from this now, at least what I read. So it was October 13th, 1306 that, uh, and I'm not reading this. I'm going off of memory. So I'm going to botch the rest of it. But, uh, the King of France or wherever decided, you know, exactly at sundown or, you know, sunup, up. We're going to raid, you know, all of the Templar people and uh, just kind of jail them and kind of torture and kill whoever we can because they have too much power. And so Friday the 13th has been forever known.
0: Good. I hate the Templars. Oh, yeah,
1: we know. Don't uh, don't get you started on how you hate the Templars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a good movie. Um, worth watching if you like history and uh, good acting. Stellan come on you know
0: yeah those are some fun people there
1: yeah all right what's your fifth
0: yeah okay, the last thing i have here is marvel's modok a new show on hulu uh if you remember when i've I seen this about,
1: advertised this is a cartoon
0: yes so i talked about the harley quinn show that's on hbo max where it's. this adult comedy cartoon with dc characters and i said marvel would never do anything like that that's kind of what's cool about dc is they're you know they're not as uh careful about it so you'd like you'd never see something like this well i guess i was wrong because Mm -hmm. uh modok is a uh, adult oriented animated cartoon so let me ask you this is
1: pat and oswald now playing a superhero
0: He's playing Modok, who is a bad guy. So oh, okay. like Harley Quinn, Modok. But M- the, the, the joke is that Modok is such a stupid idea for a bad guy. There's literally a giant head is too big. Like he became too smart and he's a giant head. So he has to be in this like levitating chair. Um, and it's just a, a stupid, stupid comic book idea that like would never work in real life. You'll never see Modok in like uh, the Marvel movies, like released in that form because it's so stupid looking. Uh, so they they make this stupid comedy that's like where he's just a, a divorced dad. But also a supervillain who's trying to kill Iron Man and stuff. And it's like.
1: Played by John Hamm.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty fun uh, to watch the first couple episodes. It's got uh, Ben Schwartz as well as as this, his son. Bill Hader. Um, I didn't get to Bill Hader in this at all. Well, he's um, Beck Bennett from SNL. But it's like, yeah, he's, he sells his he's, his his evil company. He sells it to like a, a a Google type company and loses control. And he's a divorced, a sad divorced dad, but also still a supervillain. It's like, oh yeah, that's a funny idea. That's it's like Marvel making fun of themselves here. That they, uh, and I guess they they this was in development a while ago, uh, but then like the Marvel movie people took over all of Marvel, so. They thought like, oh, this is going to get canceled. But then, yeah, like the Marvel movie people, were like, yeah, no, that's a good idea. We don't care. Like, you make something that is silly. It's not going to be. It's it's a cartoon. It's not affecting what you know the Falcon does or something like that. Yeah. So
1: yeah, it looks very uh, different.
0: It's a and it's it's like Robot Chicken. It's the people who make Robot Chicken. Like mm, the that makes sense. Was. It's that like a uh, stop motion thing. So it's not it's not the writers. It's not Seth Green writing, but but it's he gets an executive producer credit because it's. His company doing the animation, but it's, it's Patton Oswald's show, I think, for the most part.
1: Very fun. Yep. All right. Anything else to add before we uh, conclude? No, that's, that's it. That was a solid one. You've been listening to episode 221 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off
0: Road Andy. Thank you. We'll see you later.